So this is the accidentally vegan quiz of the year 2019. Okay, good, good. Um, what my, do I get if I win? What do you get if you win? Oh, I've brought a prize. Wow. It's accidentally vegan themed. Oh, brilliant. Okay. But in order to secure the prize, you have to get more than 50% of these correct. Save the planet and make it heal. You can help by eating a vegan meal. Come join us if you're vegan curious. I'm Ashley. And I'm Sarah. And together we are... Vegan, vegan Curious. curious. Oh, when we stop doing that? I don't know, never, probably. No, one day. Anyway, on to business. We've got a really good episode today. We have, Even indeed. Say so ourselves. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, Sarah, are you going to surprise me with some accidental vegan food? Yes, I am. I am, well, I don't know, they may, may or may not be surprising, but what I have prepared is a accidentally vegan quiz. Whoa. Yeah, for you later, which I'm sure that you will enjoy. There's a prize, by the way. Really? If you, if you get more than 50% of the questions right. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, in I'm addition, not confident. <laughs> in addition to um, the accidentally vegan quiz, we are also going to be talking about the vegan tax. So that's, uh, do you get charged more when you go out for dinner for a vegan food? And also lapsed vegans. So what happens to vegans who have previously eaten a vegan diet but have now decided to go back to meat and dairy? Spoon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and boom, I know this about my little trip to Brighton. And we're yes. going to argue about it, aren't we? Yes, hopefully. Okay. I'd love to argue with you about your trip to Brighton. It's that time of the show again when we talk about what we've been scoffing. Um, personally, I haven't been scoffing a great deal of things because I am mainly trying to uh, eat a little bit more healthily um, in the run-up is, to... Is dust vegan? Is <laughs> No, I'm obviously eating more than dust. Okay. Uh, but I'm eating a lot of whole foods, so I haven't really been out for dinner. Okay. Um, but what we are going to do is we're going to focus on what Ashley's been scoffing because he has been scoffing... I hope you don't mind me saying quite a lot of things. Yeah, I have. I have been scoffing an awful lot. So I think we'll, we'll you know, begin with a couple of shout outs. So, uh, and I have got something for you to try, actually. Oh, great. So I, I've fairly recently discovered this new vegan brand called Bonsan. Have you ever heard of Bonsan? Not to be confused with Bonsoy, who make the milk. Right. But I was going to say Bonsoy, yes, Bonsan, no, bon San. then. Okay. So they are a new vegan brand from a big organic brand, uh, you know, that is in all health food shops, Planet Organic, all the rest of them. Um, and they've got some really interesting things. So they've, um, I bought some garlic alioli. Is that how you pronounce that again? <laughs> Aioli is that how you pronounce it. Yeah. That would do. Um, which was great. Um, and also, uh, just this week, I purchased this organic milk hazelnut cocoa spread. So you and I would know that as... Nutella. Yeah. So this Excellent, because for a second Nutella. I thought you were going to make me eat garlic aioli with a spoon yeah. and I was a bit worried. So uh, this uh, sounds a lot better. Have a mouthful, tell me what you think. Um, I I really like it. I think it's actually... It's not far off Nutella. I mean, as I say, I haven't eaten Nutella for about five years, so I wouldn't really know, but... Yeah, it's um, really good. It's pretty good. I, I mean, it's really good. It's incredibly sugary. Like, it tastes like a spoonful of sugar. Yeah, I think it is. It has got quite a lot of sugar in there. Just looking at it, ingredient number one, cane sugar. Oh, wow. Um, okay. So, yeah, it probably, you shouldn't have too much of it. Um, it's made from milk, M-Y-L-K, which is Rebel Kitchen's kind of ah. weird concoction of various coconut, rice. Okay. Other different types of milk. And then, with... what else is in it? Soy, is it? Yeah, there's a bit of soy, there's a bit of hazelnut, um, vanilla extract, Um Okay. Yeah, it's really good. Well, I'm a fan of that, but it is really unhealthy. So the other stuff Bonson do, I mean, they've got quite a big range of stuff, but um, interestingly, they have something called Kofu, 
So, do you know what Kofu or Kofu is? Bless you. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Thank you. Yeah. So, no, I haven't actually so got Kofu a clue. is their kind of take on tofu. And they've got it, and, you know, you can ah. get chunks in there. And so, apparently, what it is, is um, it's just kind of um, marinated, or the, the salt they use in tofu is basically, you know, they use normal salt in, in tofu. And when they coagulate the soy originally into curds, you know, they put the salt, the acid in there. But what they've done is they've taken tofu and they've added something which I know you're going to take the piss out of me because I'm going to get it wrong, is com- com- kombucha? Kombucha? <laughs> yes. Kumbaya? <laughs> the, se- the second thing that you said, kombucha, kombucha. is how you pronounce it. Okay, yeah. so I know that's tea type yes, thing, isn't it? Is. it is. Fermented tea, yeah. Okay, and but this is really good. I mean, I've never had that as a tea drink. But this stuff really is, good. is really good. I mean, they do, um, they do, um, they do chunks of it, and they do steaky type things. Um, okay, and it, it's got a really interesting kind of vinegary flavour. And so, the idea is that this, um, because it's marinated tofu, but it's marinated in kombucha, that it's healthier for you, right? Because it contains less salt, yeah, and it's good for your gut, presumably. Yeah, I yeah. think I think that's true. So, I mean, again, it'd be interesting to see. Okay. How, but, I mean, they have loads of other products, uh, loads of meat substitutes and different types of spreads, and uh, so they're definitely a company to kind of keep an eye on. Okay. Um, what else have you been eating? Well, I went on a trip last weekend to Brighton. Brighton. Which, obviously, you know, swimming in the sea and all the rest of it. Just Absolutely. Me vegan yeah, yeah. paradise as well. Well, allegedly uh, a vegan paradise. <laughs> now, the person I was, uh, people I was large hanging out with, well, one was a vegetarian and one is is not. is They're gluten-free. So, between us, we were a pretty odd mixture of <laughs> yeah, people to kind of... A really uh, awkward table for a restaurant. Yeah. So, <laughs> we went to a place that was recommended to me in Brighton by a certain Ms. Sarah Collins called Beelzebab. So, Beelzebab <laughs> is basically a pub. Is that how you pronounce it? Beelzebub? I honestly have no idea. Well, there's Beelzebub's in the Bible. Did you not listen to Sunday School? No? Sunday School? Well, it's another name for the devil, isn't it? She's looking at me like like, like I'm talking about <laughs> I have absolutely no I, idea. I think we should move on at this point. Yeah, but, okay. So it's basically a converted pub that does a lot of vegan um, junk food. I know you went before and you really liked it, didn't you? Yeah, they do. So the, but it's hot dogs, isn't it, primarily? But yeah. they also do other bits and bobs, but they're kind of staple and the thing that they're known for is hot dogs and chips, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah it was okay. I mean, the food I had, I had a hot dog and chip. Probably the thing where it went wrong was it had like a massive dollop of this gunky cheese thing on, which really didn't work. And it was a bit upsetting. Well, upsetting is too hard to... No, you were upset about it. You well, said... I was upset about it because, you know, I was with a friend of mine who's been a vegetarian for a very long time. And, you know, you just kind of want to nudge him on and say, okay, go on, you know, give up on the cheese. And he's quite cynical. He's like, no, I'll never, ever, you know. Um, so I'm going to show you, like, great vegan food. And then, obviously, he, he hated it. Oh, no. So that was a bit grim. I should be taking every recommendation you give me with a degree of <laughs> kombucha salt now. But, Fine, um, yeah, okay. And then the other place I went to was Doe Lover. So Doe Lover, as I say, one of my friends is gluten-free. It's a place that is very, you know, it's very bright and really. is a lot of gluten-free stuff, a lot of vegan stuff, very organic and all the rest of it. And what they did was, again, interesting, Hoovos Rancheros. I, I, I can't believe you're not going to pronounce <laughs> Well, I don't know. I th- that was okay. Well, huevos. 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 yeah. Um, which they just obviously replaced the egg with scrambled tofu. Right. And there was uh, tomato in it, chilli, bits of chocolate, lots of other odd stuff going on in there. And um, yeah, it was pretty good, actually. Enjoyed it? Very good. Yeah, yeah. I'd definitely go back there again. It um, wasn't cheap but for brunch, but 13 quid. 
Um, okay. But I didn't pay. So there you go. Well, yeah, excellent. So if someone else is paying, then yeah. uh, get yourself get down, down there. Get down there. So interestingly, you know, we had uh, uh, an email from uh, a listener from Bar- no, not Berkshire, uh, Hertfordshire, uh-huh. which is where you're from. My neck of the woods, yeah. I'm pretty sure she's not one of your immediate family members anyway. But she was saying actually with vegan cheese, she went to a, uh, a cafe the other day and they gave this bit of sourdough bread. And what they did was they mixed violife, two different types of violife. So half of it is the mozzarella-y type thing, half right. of it was the cheddar. You put them together, you get the stringiness of the mozzarella and the taste of the cheddar. Apparently, it's blinding. And, um, you mm. know, she, again, is not a person who eats a lot of vegan cheese. I, I tried it at home today, because obviously I like to do my research, and it's great, really, yeah. really good. The other thing I've been eating this week, um, I'm working my way through the Hodma Dodds. So I've obviously become obsessed with Hodma Dodds range of beans, and I've been, been on the Carlin Peas this week. So Carlin peas are like a British version of chickpeas, I guess. Oh, right, okay. So, oh, I've never heard of them. Uh, yeah, and, he, uh, you know, again, they would work quite well with scrambled tofu. Right. And you'd put them in as a, you know, maybe somewhere in between black beans and chickpeas. If you do it properly okay. and you buy the, the proper version rather than the processed version, you've got to soak them overnight and all the rest of it. Yeah. The, the canned version, which I used, uh, it's fine. You just wash them and then you put them on and... They've got a real crunchiness about them. But, um, oh, nice. But, yeah, they were really good. Um, so that's what is I've that, been eating this week. Is that the end of your list? You've been really busy. So I guess the big topic we're curious about today is uh, accidental veganism. Yeah, there's a thing in vegan culture, isn't there, that people talk about accidentally vegan stuff. And all it really means is just food that is unintentionally vegan. But what's quite interesting about it is that obviously a lot of vegan people kind of discover these things all the time. And actually, um, even though there's loads of lists and stuff out there on the internet, like what are the accidentally vegan foods? Yeah. They often don't give you the brand name. They kind of say like, oh, some of this stuff is vegan. And then you're like, yeah, but which stuff's vegan? And like, where can I get it from? And stuff like that. So I'm always finding out new things. Um, And so I thought it might be quite interesting if Mm -hmm. I put together a bit of a quiz. Oh, how exciting. Go on then. Um, So so this is the accidentally vegan quiz of the year 2019. Okay, good, good. Um, What do I get if I win? What do you get if you win? I've brought a prize. It's accidentally vegan themed. Oh, brilliant. Okay. But in order to secure the prize, you have to get more than 50% of these correct. Okay, go on then. Okay, so um, there's there's a few questions. It's really simple. Okay. Um, all I'm going to do is I'm going to call out the names of some food and drink, and you're going to tell me if it's vegan or not. Okay. Right, quick fire. Okay. Party rings. I uh, don't even know what they are, so not vegan. Saurine. Saurine. Uh, that's malt loaf. Uh, oh, do you know what? I think that is vegan, actually. Okay. Strawberry Pop-Tarts. They're definitely vegan. I'm pretty confident about that one. Mr. Kipling Treacle Tart. No way. No way, Jose. They are not vegan. Not vegan? No. Starburst. Starburst. I don't think they are vegan, actually. There's something, you know, I think I've got like gelatin or something like that. Okay. Uh, Recorder leg. Uh, Cider. Okay. Uh, I'd say not vegan, actually. Okay. Jammy Dodgers. Uh, Jammy Dodgers, I'll go with vegan, yeah. I can see that. They're probably full of palm oil, but, you know, they're still vegan. Tesco guacamole. (sighs) Surely that's got to be vegan, unless it's got something really, really weird thrown in there as a kind of anti-vegan surprise element to put you off by it. 
Cocoa Pops? Don't think they're vegan again. I'm going to say no. Weetos? Mm. Um, one of these is going to be yes. So I'll say yeah, they're vegan. Um, Tropicana, healthy heart, orange juice. Now, you only would include that because <laughs> I'm going to say yes, obviously, but it's obviously not. So um, you wouldn't have included it if it wasn't. Okay. So I say I, I need to be thinking more strategically. You're playing mind this. games. I am playing mind games now. Yeah, go on. Okay. Um, M&S, veggie, Percy, pigs. Yes, I think they are vegan. I think my, my kids have had them, yeah. Original hobnobs. No, they're not vegan. Or are they? No, yes, they are vegan. They the are one, vegan. The ones with chocolate aren't. Banana saurine. No, I'd say they're probably not vegan. Barbecue rib Doritos. Yes, I'll say they're vegan. Because again, you're playing mind games with me, going all barbecue, you know. Marshmallows? They're probably not vegan. Jelly tots? They're definitely not vegan. VKs? As in the Alco Pop? Uh, I'd say that's vegan, actually. Figs? Figs. Uh, well, it depends what you're buying them, but I mean, do they not have a honey on them or something? So they wouldn't be vegan. Figs? Yeah. The fruit, okay. Do they not come with honey? No. Nope. Okay. Um, final, right. final, final one. Yeah. The new £5 note. That is not vegan. Okay. Right, Ashley, you just... Provide, Stormed it, 100%. Provide some feedback to the listeners on how you found that process. Uh, and I will... Go through our score sheet and tell you how you did. Okay, so uh, it wasn't easy. I mean, I was hoping for some big hits there. Like, you know, I know bourbon biscuits and Oreos are obviously vegan, uh, but you didn't include them because you knew that I knew that. So, um, yeah, um, I mean, it's interesting. Some of the drinks as well, you would kind of assume they would be vegan, but maybe there is something weird going on there that makes them not vegan. Um I mean, there are weird things. I mean, like the other day, you know, when we were talking about planning this, I met you in the pub, got a packet of salt and vinegar crisps, and about to open them, I had milk in them. Oh, so salt and give, vinegar crisps? I had to give them back and downgrade them for really salted. Yeah, watch out for that, actually. Wow. Salt and vinegar crisps, two or three types, have got milk in them. So be you, careful. Would it, like, the luxury ones, right? I the think kind of high-end stuff, not yeah, the walkers. Yeah, the, or not the walkers one, yeah. co-op. Co-ops ones, definitely. Oh, right. And another brand, I was going to say Tyrrells, but it's probably not Tyrrells. I think Tyrrells are okay, actually. Okay, so before I give you a score, yeah, um, we will just go through and talk about a couple of them that I think are particularly interesting. So on, one then. of the things that you said was that you didn't know what party rings were for a start, which yeah. is an obviously an issue. Party rings? Did you not have... I mean... No. It might be a generational chasm here but that's yeah. opened up between us, but didn't kids' parties, yeah, exactly. Kids' parties, they're just like little round biscuits that are covered in um, a sort of sugary, crispy coating. Yeah, I know what you mean. A bit like ice gems. Yeah, in okay. That, that's, yeah, anyway, yeah. they are vegan, oh, okay. in fact. Um, so that's a good one. Great um, news. Recorder League, yeah. you said wasn't vegan. And it is vegan. And it's, no, it's not vegan. But oh, do you know okay. why it's not vegan? No. It's got honey in it? It's got... Beetles in it. Beetles? Like beetle shells. Like crushed really? up beetle shells. Oh my gosh, that sounds disgusting. Isn't that bizarre? Have you ever drunk that then? No. I mean, I don't really like cider anyway, so yeah, no, okay. fortunately not. Um, Tropicana Healthy Heart OJ, you, yeah. you got that correct and you did say it wasn't so vegan. So what, what's in there then? Um, it's got f- fish oil in it because okay. it's, you know, yeah. for, for which is so bizarre. But yeah, fish-based product. Um, M&S Veggie Percy Pigs... 
are vegan. Are not vegan. Aren't they? They aren't, no. But I think, can you not get a vegan version of them then? You can get vegan for Percy Pigs somewhere, can't you? But... But not the MS ones. No. The, so the veggie Percy Pigs, the ones that don't have gelatin in, right, yeah. which is why you would have bought them, they yeah. have beeswax in. Oh. Okay. So actually you're not vegan. I'm really okay. sorry about that. I feel like I've ruined your day. Yeah. Um, and then the new £5 note, you knew the answer to that one. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone so, knows that. Yeah. Okay. Well, why, why is it not vegan? <sighs> I don't know. It's got some sort of cow thing in it. Yeah, something yeah, to do yeah. with cows. Anyway, how do you think you did? Probably about six, 60% or something. <laughs> So unbelievably, there are there are twenty things on this list, and you got ten, which so fifty percent. So you do qualify for your prize, oh, but brilliant. but to bad. be honest with you, I thought you would have done better. Really? Yeah, of course. You've um, been, how long have you been a vegan for again? Oh, five years. So. Five years, vegetarian for twenty years. Yep. But this just proves that accidental vegan things can be very confusing, and it is difficult to know sometimes what is and isn't. So you do have to check the labels on the packaging. Um, but the good news is is that you did pass the test. Excellent. So here we are. Starburst. So are they vegan then? They Obviously are vegan. Are. I yeah, brought you, yeah, I brought you. you give them like, <laughs> here you go, five years of veganism down the drain. Uh, congratulations. Thank I brought you. you a packet of Starburst. Oh my gosh, the second one's the, I love the uh, uh, lime one, so. Do you? Well, yeah. interestingly, um, yeah, I will have one in a minute. Interestingly, apparently it was specifically just the UK ones that are vegan. I don't mm. think the ones in the US are. Yeah, no, that wouldn't surprise me. So I think uh, you did it actually pretty well. But again, I would have expected ever so slightly better. But it is very difficult. And, I, and when I was going through these, there were some surprises for me as well. So one of the things that is weird is that Saurine, original, not vegan, but Saurine banana, vegan. Okay, so that's the malt loaf thing, isn't it? Yeah. Isn't so the weird? original is not... Is not vegan. Oh, the okay. banana one is... Yeah. So funny, isn't it? This and this is what I mean. It's just like... Oh my God, I think I might have had that. Counterintuitive. In the last five years. Have you? Oh no. <laughs> Oh, you heard it here first, folks. <laughs> Which is a really good link to what we're going to talk about next. Is it? Yeah. Okay, so what we're going to talk about next is uh, lapsed vegans, Yeah. isn't it? So there's been a few vegan influencers that have gone um, and actually decided not to be vegan anymore. Yeah. But what kind of caused a bit of a storm was the fact that a few people have effectively misled their followers. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a lady called... Well, well like, like me with the saurine now then. Exactly, that's exactly right. Yeah. I'm not sure about this, maybe it was six years ago, but anyway, come on, exactly. carry on. So um, there is a YouTuber and influencer called Yovana Mendoza, Yeah. Um, and she was basically caught out on a video that was filmed by another influencer where she was seen in the background to be eating fish. Okay. Now, she, um, her whole profile and all of her influence has been predicated on this idea of the fact that she's a raw vegan. So I think her, she calls herself raw vana, you know. So, yeah, yeah. so she posts these aspirational, beautiful images. She's obviously a gorgeous girl. Yeah. Um, she looks amazing. You know, she's not cooking any of her food. So goodness only knows how she copes with that. But that was, that was her personal brand. Anyway, it turns out that she basically had started to eat um, fish and eggs again for, for for health reasons um so she did put out a big apology and she said very sorry to her fans uh, you know it was a very long very um kind of deliberate interview i think it was 30 minutes where she just groveled wow. and said i'm really really sorry um i have done it for health reasons after six years of veganism um 
And, you know, she's not the only one. There's been a couple of other people that have done that I'd be that interested well. to know. I, I think you might not know the answer to so maybe, you know, how that has impacted her. She lost, like, loads and loads of followers. I mean, you know, I'm assuming, is she, is she on YouTube or Instagram or both, probably? She, yeah, she's a YouTuber and, and she's on Instagram but, as well. But, you know, the, uh, I can imagine what the comments were like. It, exactly. Yeah. Uh, you know, like, in, inevitably, it was Fishgate, yeah, right? Yeah, so it yeah, was that course, was what everyone yeah. was talking about. Yeah. I think the, the thing is, is she did get a lot of, um, she got a lot of abuse actually, and a lot of people kind of were trolling her and saying terrible things. Yeah, um, I would imagine that she's probably more famous now, ironically, than she was before. Whether that's yeah. a good or a bad thing for well. her is um, another story. And also, kind of looking into it a little bit deeper, um, there was a story in Refinery Twenty Nine, which was off the back of all of this, and actually interviewed a lot of people that um, said, "Hands up, I went, I've gone back. I, I was vegan for a bit." And I uh, didn't feel very well, so I have started eating meat again. Hmm. Is that something you've ever considered? And I guess, what do you think about those people that do 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 that? No, honestly, you know, I I can say in all my years as a vegetarian, I never ever had any you know, any ever desire to eat meat. It just completely went, and right. you know, I'm not interested at all. Um, I think it's slightly more different uh, as you move from being a vegetarian to vegan because you you're turning on the switch, so. You know, one week cheese is a great food and it's mm. a staple of your diet and you're having milk. And then two weeks later, cheese is like something that you can't have. Um, so yeah. it's more difficult. And I think the early days of me being a vegan, yeah, probably a couple of times I got drunk and had a bit of cheese, you know. So I, you know, probably end up having said that now, no. And and there's, you know, even if it, the thought does go through your head, yeah. you know, you, your thought process just shuts it down completely. So personally, no. I mean, some of the health issues, I wonder... Okay, and I can give you a little bit of personal insight on this one. I wonder, um, I mean, I read that article, Refinery article, yeah. Refinery 29 article as well. And there was a woman there who spoke about how she was feeling really rough and very bloated after being a vegan. And yeah. then she described her diet and it was horrendous. I mean, it was yeah. like full of processed food. There's a lot of vegan junk food going on there. Um, and it does make you feel pretty rubbish. So, I mean, for example, yesterday I had a bit of a hangover. I cannot tell you how much soya I, you know, ate in one day. I had three soya coffees, one soya shake. Uh, you know, I had soya spread. I had <laughs> soya chunks for lunch. And, you know, just because I hadn't had enough soya in the evening, I had a bit of toffee. Um, and then, you know, I, at the end of the day, I'm thinking, well, you know, I'm feeling a little bit bloated. I'm yeah. not going to see much detail here. But, um, yeah, I felt a bit rough, you know, and then maybe it was my hangover. Okay, so I had had... Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, a part, part Actually, of the hangover. Actually, hangover, flight club. We went to flight club, can I just say, um, really, really good if, you know, they're in London and Manchester, starts place. But they've got a vegan menu. Yeah, um, we they had, just introduced it. Yeah, we had vegan pizza, which mm. was great, and some other stuff. So, um, but anyway... Yeah, so I understand that you can get to that point whereby if you're eating so much rubbish food, no wonder your body rejects. And also, yeah. I think the soya, I mean, it's a really interesting thing. You know, 10 years ago, I would have a, occasionally have a little bit of soya and that would be it. Mm -hmm. um, and then it just suddenly becomes or can become the central part of your diet. Yeah. And surely eating, and I know there are lots of benefits for eating soya and tofu and it is good for you, it's a good source of protein. However, you know, you can get to that point where you're eating just way too much of it. Yeah. Because you're constantly replicating meat and dairy products. Mm. I mean, I've only been vegan for two years and I, I haven't considered going back. But um, I do think that the, the, the increase in popularity of veganism is potentially 
partially driven by everyone saying, isn't it easy to be vegan nowadays? Yeah. You know, that that narrative that's always, always played out across every single, you know, like Veganuary, every, or everyone that's that's kind of trying to promote veganism. They're yeah. always talking about how easy it is. And, that, and the reality is, it is really easy, but it is not easy to be a healthy Yes. Plant-based eater. Yes. Because you can go to if especially if you are in a major city, you will go and be able to get a vegan burger or a soya sausage or whatever jackfruit, you know, wh- whatever it might be, the thing that Ashley is eating every, every <laughs> jackfruit burritos. Jack- jackfruit burritos. But the reality is is that that's not that's not staple for you can't eat like that every day. Well, jackfruit's pretty healthy, but yeah, I take your point. But it's you know, um it's covered in stuff, it's, it's processed, processed, it's yeah. you know, and I all mean, the stuff. It's food for special eat. occasions, isn't it? It's stuff exactly. you should be eating, you know, once, twice a week. Yeah. Um, you know, it's not something that you should be having on your plate every day. Um I just think maybe as well, there there is a couple of other high profile people that have that have done this now, which yeah. uh, the the guy, the ninja warrior guy, yeah, his name's yeah, Tim. Yeah. Something is a free runner, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he he has done it as well, and actually he's been quite vocal in the past few weeks about it. Um, I just wonder if it's like the beginning of a vegan backlash. Well, I mean, we do it, aren't we? You know, yeah. I think we've got to that point where Probably. people are going to start saying, you know, I tried this and it didn't work for me. Um, yeah. You just got to plow on if you believe in your heart. It's the right thing to do not to eat animals and their animal products, and it obviously is the right thing to do from an environmental perspective as well. Um, just find what works for you and try and eat healthily. Mm. So you mentioned environmentalism there, mm. and it would be remiss of us not to mention what's going on in London at the moment. Um, so we've got the Extinction Rebellion protests, and yeah. uh, there are lots and lots of people occupying lots of um, roads all across London. Um, some of them legal protests, some of them not. Um, there's a big police presence, and it's kind of inconveniencing road users, so they're definitely getting lots of road rage. Um, but uh, yeah. Ash- is, is it a good thing? Is it a good thing? What, the Extinction Rebellion? Well, I think... I mean, listen. I think it's raising awareness of a really important issue. I'm not sure that I think that blocking lots of London streets is the way to do that. I certainly don't think that blocking the airport at Heathrow or blocking the Tube, which is what they were, like, talking about the other day, is a very good idea, just because it will cause chaos. I mean, they're already causing enough chaos as it is. Um, But I do... I am behind the the, the idea of the protests, and obviously... it's kind of um, one of the one of the banners that they had. I think there was a group of kids that said, "Are we are we the last generation or something like that?" Or yeah. and you know, it Coming does it does make it does make you think. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're clearly not doing enough on climate change, and I mean, you know, I think it would be good. I've got a clip here now. This is um, George Monbiot, uh, who is a sort of very kind of high profile environmental journalist, mainly works for the Guardian, but writes for other people, and he's talking on. Uh, to Frankie Boyle off the back of the BBC Earth um, programme, which David Attenborough did, which you could tell David Attenborough was like, you know, he's 90 years old, you know, mm. it's not going to affect him. Um, but, you know, he was getting very, very passionate about, about, yeah. about you know, showing what was going to happen. But anyway, we'll just play the clip now, actually, because um, uh, he says a really interesting thing. What we're being told to do is change your cotton buds and all these sort of pathetic micro-consumerist bollocks, which just isn't going to get us anywhere. You know, there are one or two things you can do as a consumer which do make change, switch to a plant-based diet. That's one big, big change because animal farming has this massive environmental impact. 
another one, stop flying. Yeah, but, but beyond that, actually everything we have to do is change the system. We have to overthrow this system, which is eating the planet with perpetual growth. So further on in that interview, he, he talks a lot about structural change. And, you know, that's obviously very important. Mm-hmm. And I think technology has a role to play. And you can see there's a lot of stuff going on, on the, you know, on the West Coast of States around trying to find technological solutions to, to ways of cutting um, carbon emissions. But the number one thing, it always comes back to it, is actually plant-based diet. Mm. And it's really great that someone on TV, high profile at that time, says that thing because I just don't think people say it enough yeah yeah I think yeah I I I do actually think that the problem is it's like you can say it and say it and say it like I think David Attenborough has done more for this the awareness of this Mm. and for the cause in general than any of those protesters could do frankly because he's such a high profile figure because he's clearly very passionate about it and because he's he's like bringing it into people's living rooms um but I just don't think that people are listening. So I think, you know, what will be the catalyst will be an environmental c- catastrophe and it'll probably be in the developing world. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, but I mean, if Manhattan ends under, you know, five feet of water or something, then people might start the, to change their mind. This is the thing, though, isn't it? Is that So I read an article in The New Yorker a few weeks ago um, and it was about how, like, New Orleans is going to be underwater in 50 years. Yeah. But But people still aren't listening and and it's it's almost as if it's people are just kind of pretending that it's not happening and and you know but equally it, it has been proven and scientists have shown that the mississippi river is literally like demolishing huge swathes of that coastline yeah so what, what's it going to take well you know and it's not just the u.s as well i mean if if we hit the upper levels, I mean, within 50 years, you, you know, might not be going to Brighton for your seaside trip. You'll be going to Cambridge. Yeah. You know, because Suffolk and Essex is pretty flat. And yeah. and then obviously London's going to struggle as well. I mean, you know, there's increased incidents, I think, of them actually having to raise the Thames barrier over mm. the last five years. Yeah. <sighs> you know, that was a proper sigh, wasn't it? It's it was. Just, I, you, know, I, you know, I think it's about... With individuals, I mean, there is such structural change, and you know, I agree passionately that people need to walk, work towards that. We need to work out about economic growth and what that means. We need to work about what individuals' life is going to be like post artificial intelligence and what jobs they're going to do and, and all that kind of stuff. But you know, in the here and now, I just think giving up, you know, a plant based diet is the one one thing you can do. You know, you make that choice, or even if you can't do it, just do as much as you can. Cut down. So the other thing I'm really curious about actually is an article in the Caterer. So the Caterer is a magazine obviously aimed at the catering industry and they've done some research um, and what they've done is they've looked at people with um, what they call non-mainstream diets. So not just vegans but vegetarians, flexitarians to a degree, which ironically I think is now very mainstream. Um, and people who are you know gluten free people, their conclusion was that they're getting paying up to well sixty six percent more um, to get vegan food. So they're looking specifically mm. at restaurants, um, but also I mean they've looked at a few things. Well, well actually, so the Daily Mail uh, followed up with an article and they they looked at not just. Um, restaurants but also looked at supermarkets so they compared things like hellman's mayonnaise 
um, and found out that Hellman's vegan mayonnaise is 208% more expensive than standard. 208%. 208%. Sounds massive in comparison to £1.50 so, or whatever it is. Okay, so, I mean, surveys, schmurveys, eh? Um, yeah. There's quite often the grain of truth in a lot of them, but sometimes they can be a little bit... Misleading. Yeah. So I guess, think, I mean, th- so I, a lot of people say to me, uh, veganism is really expensive, isn't it? Mm. A lot of people say that to me. Yeah. Um, and I do think that if you go out for dinner and you eat a seitan burger or mm. a jackfruit thing or a something, you know, a bu- yeah. whatever it might be, I do think those things are at least as expensive, if not more expensive. However, if you eat a vegetable-based dish, it mm. is not more expensive. Mm. Like they're, they're, that's just fact. In fact, it's less expensive in most cases, isn't it? So we, one of my favorites. All right, I'm going to challenge you. No, I'm not oh. going to go over this. Okay. okay, cauliflower steaks. I mean, what? You know. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. What you mean when M and S put a cauliflower steak yeah, on exactly. and it was you really know. expensive? Yeah. No, you're right. Uh, you know, but, aren't, aren't companies looking at this going like it's really popular? It's really trendy. You know, there is a gravy train to to get a bit of a no. Train. I don't. I just don't. Do you agree. think it's about demand then? I think it's about the the kind of things that you choose to eat, I think it is supply and demand. Yeah. Um. If you and also, I do think that a lot of these things are more difficult to produce because, um, because they're produced in lower volumes and because they typically contain more ingredients. So if you are producing something, um, if you're a restaurant and you're producing something that's kind of soya based or, or seitan based or or kind of meat alternative, I think that is more expensive than creating a vegetable based dish. One of my favorites is Wagamama's. Yeah. Um. They do this katsu thing. Yeah. Uh, it's called vegatsu. Yeah. So it's like... Uh, Satan's now. Yeah, I've had it. Yeah. No, yeah. not the Satan one. Oh, actually. Okay. Sorry, that's not the right one. Um, I mean the one with the vegetables. So I, okay. I like the one with the vegetables. It's sweet potato. Sweet potato and, and some other aubergines uh, yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. It's and lovely, it's just yeah. It's coated in breadcrumbs and covered in peanut sauce. What's not to love, yeah. right? But that is less expensive than the meat one, the chicken one. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I think probably the same one. I can tell you the exact prices. Can you? I've oh, go on then. Go on then. So the chicken version yep. is eleven quid. Right. The um, the vegatsu, which is the uh, Satan version, they yep. produced about a year ago. That's also eleven quid. Uh huh. And the sweet potato one is ten. So it is right. slightly cheaper. Okay, it's called the Yasai katsu okay. curry, isn't it? Yeah, I think. Um, yeah, exactly. So, you know, I think. It's down to all of us to 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 scrutinise and look at prices, and you know if you, you if you don't want to pay more, then don't order a bloody Satan burger. Okay, yeah. I'm glad you said that because this Daily Mail article, um, I fact checked it. Did you? Oh, you <laughs> hang on. So you've been fact checking the Daily Mail, Mail Online's articles. Okay, I love that. Can I just say I think it's a really good thing they've done. I think they highlighted something, and I think there is some truth in the fact that people are paying more for the things, but. They're not, off, you know, what they've done is they've gone through a series of restaurants and they're quite often not comparing like with like. So let me give you an example. Wagamama's, you've just said that. So again, with that, the Satan element, which is the, again, slightly more niche type food that's probably not produced in the same amount. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and so inevitably will be slightly more expensive. Well, that's about the same. Um, the really interesting one is the Honest Burger. So Honest Burger made a big thing about... Um, they had um, the uh, Beyond Burger, didn't they? 
So that's basically yeah. it's Beyond Burger. I think it's the Beyond Burger. Yeah. Not the Impossible Burger. So there, they, there are these two. Yeah. Bit, yeah. Alternatives. So, so the, Beyond the Beyond Burger. Burger. Yeah, which is fantastic. It's really really great. Okay. And uh, the article points out that actually the you know the Beyond Burger is stupidly expensive. It's like two pound more than the uh, the than the meat one. However. Um, they also do a um, like a fritter, a vegan fritter, which is two quid cheaper. So it's a mixture of like cauliflower, vegetables, right. and stuff. Yeah, it is the Beyond Burger. So you know, again, you're paying a bit more because you're actually paying for something that's a bit more niche. And then in this article, they say Pizza Express. You know, you can get a Fiorentina pizza, okay, with um, you know dairy, dairy, dairy stuff on it. Thirteen twenty five. The vegan Metze is $14.95. Okay, slightly more expensive. But with Pizza Express, you buy a margarita and you have it with vegan cheese or whether you have a normal cheese, it's the same price. Yeah. So I think they're kind of... There is something here, and I think you actually hit the nail on the head. What you're paying more is for, for things like Satan and Jackfruit. And I think there are two reasons for that. I think, one, they think they can get away with it to a degree. And number two... As this article points out, and several restaurateurs in in the feature mm. make the point that um, actually that these ingredients are harder to source, so inevitably they're going to be slightly more expensive. Mm. So, is the vegan tax real? That's what I want to know. So, is this a yes or no answer? I th- yeah. I, mean, I think yeah. I mean, probably to a degree. I mean, I think if you look in the supermarket. Ben and Jerry's, you, you do end up paying an extra £1.50. Like, you know, again, that Nutella from um, Bonsan. Bonsan. Yeah, Nutella in the real world is about three twenty-five, three thirty. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, there is. But, but if you're cooking your own time, food and you're eating whole foods primarily and you're mainly eating vegetables and you're not having a load of glutinous rubbish that's really processed, then it should be a lot cheaper. Yeah, um, I, I, yeah, and also, as I say, just finishing off with the Daily Mail article, they don't always compare like with like. So they've got things with steak and ale, puff pastry pie, which is three quid. Then they've got the, sorry, two quid. And then the, the fries vegan steak thing, which is three. But it's just much better quality. Yeah, it's, you know, it's just it's, a different category, isn't it? It's the difference between like buying a Greg's vegan sausage roll for one quid and then... You know, getting something from the fields beneath, that's fantastic. <laughs> Kentish Down Chop, which I have to mention every episode, which is three quid, but boy, is it three times as good. Yeah. So, is there a vegan tax? I can't. I think we're still not really sure. You're on the fence. I don't think there is. I think you just have to make the right choices. Um, if you choose to go out and have whatever you like, then there probably is a premium. But that's... It's a choice, isn't it? It's not like we're we're victims of this, like, you know, vegan tax. You can choose. Make yeah, a choice. I think that's and, true. And, and decide. And then, you know, you, you will either pay more or not pay more, depending on what it is that you want to eat. Yeah. So I think that wraps up this week's episode. I hope you find it interesting and entertaining, especially the, about the accidental vegan foods. Yeah, absolutely. Ashley's made his way through um, a strawberry Pop-Tart and a few Starburst as well. So while I eat my next Starburst, I think it's over to you to say where you can listen to uh, A Vegan Curious. Absolutely. So thank you for listening to today's episode. Um, you can listen to us wherever you get your podcasts. Um, so we're on Google, we're on iTunes, we're on Spotify. Please share it with your friends. Um, we appreciate it and uh, we love you guys for listening. And please subscribe. And also, you can catch us on our website. Yeah. And what's our website address? Curious UK. 
com. Absolutely. So if you hate us, you can send us rude remarks there if you like. Yep, if you really, really want to upset us. You can also catch us on So Vegan Curious on Instagram and on Twitter. Yeah. And um, let us know if you've got any feedback or even if you've discovered any new accidentally vegan foods that we might be interested in. We'd love to hear from you. Oh, animals in your meals. Nothing tastes as good as being vegan feels. Come join us if you're vegan curious. And don't feel sad, don't feel blue. So ain't so bad, I swear it's true. Just use the right condiments and you'll even like tofu. Don't be furious, just be vegan curious. Life is good, life is sweet. When on your plate there is no meat, come join us if you're vegan curious. Come join us if you're vegan curious.